0: What's happening guys, it's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode that is Beer52.com Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one baby and they'll send you some amazing beers every month and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California Belgium, Korea, New Zealand South Africa and many many more and they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers and award winning beer magazine and a tasty snack the second you sign up they'll send them out in the post and you can't catch corona from the post all you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time sign up now at beer52.com slash word that's our exclusive link that's B-E-E-R 52.com slash W O R D you'll claim your free case of beer and for every person that signs up via that link only they slide us a little bit of money that supports the podcast it helps us out it's win-win so so do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode.
1: Nice one! See you in a bit! Fucking did it in one take, bro!
0: Yeah, man! <laughs> Okie gokie, Piggy a Pokey! Good morning, Job Seekers! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Catch me outside, how about that? that Dave? Uh, no,
1: there's no one called Dave here. Okay. Who the fuck is that guy?
0: Have you never seen me before? Upset me, nasty bitch.
1: Disgusting.
0: It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel like podcasting. Two mics, two leads, and a lot of time on their hands. This is Have a Word. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. <laughs>
1: That was the longest setup we've ever had we've ever. To do. Had. <laughs> ever. Uh, I'm fe- I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, it's just annoying tech stuff is annoying.
0: And you're probably still hungover from 2 days ago. Let's go. No.
1: Everyone was like you're right. It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wasn't that fucking pissed. I wasn't like slurring like oh my god, I'm so fucking drunk. I had like two beers.
0: And I've always yeah, been a people, bit of a
1: lightweight but I'm not that lightweight.
0: I think what people were worried about is though that re- that was recorded at like 2 in the afternoon and I think they thought you carried on drinking into the night. Did you stop or did you carry on?
1: That was quite a late record though wasn't it? We started at, I think I had my first little beer at 4 4 o'clock. I think I had my last <laughs> beer at sort of 7 and went to bed about 8:30. So pretty You're cra-
0: such a man.
1: pretty crazy one. <laughs> Such a nun. This guy, this guy. Didn't even finish the second Australia Did you know? No. How, I many, just...
0: how many drinks did you have?
1: I had three halves, basically.
0: In three hours? You're such a fucking posse. We're sponsored by a beer company.
1: Yeah, but you, you can't be it... telling
0: people you drink half a pint every hour.
1: Well, <laughs> mate, it was, I wasn't drinking like it was my stag do. I was just having some beverages on the pot. As soon as I finished the pod, I, I kind of lost the interest in in the boozing because then you just <laughs> you're coming out and it's tea time in a family home. Like I I loved <laughs> the daytime drinking. I genuinely think it's one of my favorite drinkings but as long as you stay in the bubble of where you're drinking, because I don't know if you've ever done this when you've done daytime drinking and then it's finished early and then all of a sudden you've got to get the bus home with like commuters and it's six and you're like, and everyone's got like briefcases and they look like they hate the life and you're like, all right, you love music. I fucking love music. And uh, yeah, there's something quite sobering about like having to do bath time with your child. Like, daddy, why are you crying? Shut up, shut up, just do bath time. It's just, it's the bath water, I'm not crying. Like, I don't know. So yeah, I was loving the bubble. I think next Saturday we should make it end of our podcasting week. We should make Saturday our little let's have a little pint on the pod. What you want do you me think?
0: to get drunk with on the pod. Okay. Well,
1: okay. I don't know if we'll be able to replicate the magic of me being a bit half cut, but I mean people <laughs> loved it, didn't they? Which is a bit offensive after a while when everyone's like, Oh my god, Dan, you're so funny drunk. I'm like, what? shit what am i like sober yeah you're fine sober you're fine sober (laughs) defo get beer 52
0: did you ever used to go to the matthew street festival in liverpool did you ever come to that no so the matthew street festival in liverpool is the only time i can relate to going home that drunk on the bus with commuters. so it was a, a weekend long festival that was all over the city of liverpool but like focused on Matthew Street and it would just be musicians, ev- like imagine the Edinburgh Festival, but instead of comedy, in every pub in the city, there's musicians on all yeah, day, from that. like noon until four in the morning, and you could they lift the street drinking laws, so for that weekend, it doesn't run anymore, you could drink on the street, legally, oh, yeah. just all over the city centre. Fucking plastic that, everywhere. I started going to that when I was about 13, 14 and just getting fucking hammered and I'd be just rotten drunk thirteen year old kid getting the 10 A bus back with some pensioner like been to Iceland. I'm like, I'm fucking All right, Judith. <laughs> let's let's have a party on the bus.
1: You know, you know you you know it's gone wrong when you're actually in Iceland fucking pissed because your wife's like, I will pick you up from your drinking because I'm wife... finished at work at six and I'll come and get you at six, but we do have to go to Sainsbury's. That's when that's when the daytime drinking's really going to sting you, when you're in there going, love, love, we've got fucking, we've got oven chips, two for one. Ah, you've, got, you've got to cook them first, dickhead. Cook them first. Come back here. Come on, me and the kids are going to go and play on the Postman Pat ride. We're not here with our children. Dickhead, come back. They're not your kids. <laughs> you're stealing children for an adventure. Come on. Yeah, that's a dangerous game to play in it. But then again, oh. it's dangerous when you're still fucking going at night, and you're the guy that's out where everyone else got out at seven thirty p.m., and 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 you got out at midday because you've been day drinking. You've got to call it some point sensible, haven't you? You can't be like, and I'm yeah. still here at one in the morning because you'll die.
0: Well, you say that, but like I- I'm not your age yet, so I'm <laughs> I'm just a fucking nightmare. I just keep going. What was the youngest you ever drank?
1: Proper 14, maybe for around
0: 14.
1: you what? Yeah, leave out the game by then. Um, you'd retired, had you? You just got a nice yeah. house in the Cotswolds by 15.
0: I've got a story for you, right? This this is true. So, um, for any of our listeners who've not seen me before, I've got quite a bad lazy eye. Now, I won't go into too much detail about it. If you want to find out the full details, there's some stand. <coughs> so for anyone listening um, the, the have a weird sign that was on the wall it just fell off and squatted me on the head
1: it's not funny it's not funny <laughs> I'm laughing at, at with you not at you I mean are we go in we... without the side, mate oh go on can you get it back up oh oh that looked good nailed it. it fucking nailed it mate <laughs> one hand as
0: well anyway fuck me I've got a headache
1: so <laughs> honestly we, heavier than it looks not it we need to get this podcast really growing and getting bigger and people are like why so you can do more content well no we're already doing six episodes a week and I tell you for now we'll never do fucking this many it's too much 'Cause we've got a headache and we're ten minutes into the podcast. But oh, to just have a producer that's be like, guys, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sit down and do all the fucking tech stuff. You can sit down and tell your bullshit stories about Matthew Street, day drinking, Iceland, Sainsbury's, and I'll fucking screw the sign in. What about that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure the sign's not a fucking health and safety. I
1: will pay someone twenty five grand a year at this point to make sure that's fucking sign is screwed in. That's literally yeah. how
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, Adam, so,
1: you're back in your safe place now. Please go.
0: So, I've got a lazy eye, right? And it was its essentially a lazy eyelid. My left eyelid droops too low, or it certainly did when I was a kid. And I had an operation to put a muscle out of my leg, out of my thigh, into my eyelid, which led to the nickname Thigh Eye at school. Now, you can go much more stand up about that if you're into that sort of stuff. Um, but one of the side effects of doing that is I my left eye stays open a bit when i go to sleep right now when i was a kid i was quite (laughs) didn't know that you didn't know that yeah oh mate for one night stands it's fucking great and getting rid of them (laughs) i've had girls try to leave their own homes (laughs) (laughs) the beast it doesn't
1: sleep properly
0: let me tell you this story so when i was a kid i was really embarrassed by that i didn't tell anyone about it at all I, I, like I, I knew it happened I had dry out a bit sometimes when I was asleep it's one of the complications of the operation anyway right um, one night I asked me mum could me and some of my mates camp in the back garden so we we just put a four man tent in, in our back garden and had a little camping night right so it was me me mate Tom me mate Bernard and me mate another lad called Adam and uh, we got there was a local smackhead. there was a fella who was um lived on our streets he had about 12 kids and him and his wife were smackheads. just common knowledge dead, dead sound people just had a smack problem right
1: like so, lovely for smack heads yeah.
0: he would go and get you anything from the off license if you give him a quid right
1: <laughs> <laughs> how really irresponsible poor. was that off license like oh, here he is again god this cunt gets through a lot of hooch <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he'd put a one pound like levy or tax on each item, but he'd go and get it for you. So what me and my mates did, we said we camped in the back garden, and we had like a every house on our street had like an entry, you know, like an alleyway, right? We all had our own one of them to keep our bins in and shit. And uh, we we went and seen Tony the Smackhead, <laughs> which is full title. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I can see you looking at me like this is the most ridiculous thing I haven't told you a single lie I swear on me mother's no, wo-
1: no wonder you were drinking before the age of 14 just to get through the fucking neighbours <laughs>
0: so we we asked them to go and get us some Frosty Jack's white cider like a bottle each right and we gave him an extra quid so it was like a five at a bottle so. how old were you? Uh,
1: <laughs> 12, 13, 14
0: right, okay. something like that like Not, like, too young, but young. Yeah,
1: young enough that you need the most cider, the strongest alcohol content for the least money. That, like, oh, it's a fucking (laughs) two-litre vat. But it's okay, it's 3 dollars (laughs) 99 Fucking hell.
0: So, Tony was told, go to shop, get us our cider, and... uh, leave it in the entry leave it in the alleyway and we'll come and get it from there that way my mum doesn't have to know that we've gone anywhere as far as she's concerned we're just in the back garden and one of us just has to nick into the entry get the alcohol she'll never know any difference Hey,
1: you we invented the drop off that before social distancing was invented <laughs> you fuckers <It's> invented contactless, <laughs> delivery. contactless delivery you're so ahead of your time was the original justice <laughs> you weren't bothered about a virus you didn't want to get squatted off your ma <laughs> So we, we we drank a
0: lot of cider, like all of it, and we're fucking hammered. And I passed out, right? Now, when I, I've told you on the podcast before, once I'm asleep, I'm asleep, especially when I'm 13 years old and full of fucking 8% cider, right? So I'm gone. I'm passed out, gone to the world. And my mates had never seen me asleep before. Now, when someone's asleep with one of their eyes open, it looks to the untrained person that they might be dead, right? So, my mate Tom was, who's, you got to remember, all my mates are all the same age as me and they're all absolutely hammered as well. Tom is crying his eyes out because he thinks I'm dead so not like laughing he's like we fucking killed Adam what are we going to win in his back garden we're fucking they're slapping me face and everything I'm not waking up at all they're just beating the shit out of me and I'm just I'm gone so the boys had a little conversation I I missed all of this obviously because I'm passed out and um, in the end Tom was like we've got to go and tell his mum maybe if they get him to the hospital soon they'll be able to save him maybe he's not dead maybe he's just (laughs) in a coma So he goes and he bangs on the back door. He's like, Anne, 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 please come. So my mum gets out of bed. This is late now. This is really, really late. And she comes down.
1: So she's pleased. (laughs) She's really pleased. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, you know, like, because I've got a a bad eye, you you get brought up and you're getting bullied for it because obviously kids are cunts. But your mum and your dad are all like, it's a special eye. It's an amazing eye. We wouldn't change your eye for the world. We love your eye. This is the best eye on the planet. Why would you want two normal eyes? This means it's special. You know, the proper parenting. She was great for that. But this is three o'clock in the morning and she's just been w- awoken from a sleep. Okay. So Tom is panicked as fuck. While he's at the patio door, Bernard and the other Adam have managed to wake me up. So I'm now semi-conscious. In the tent, right? And I hear Tom goes. To, <laughs> Tom goes to me, mum, and we're really sorry, right? We're really, really sorry. I've got to tell you, I told you that we were just going to, we told you we just wanted to camp in the back garden, but really, we wanted to have a bevy, right? We wanted to have a drink. So we got Tony the smackhead to go to the shop for us. He's got us some cider and he's brought it. We picked it up from the entry and we drank it all. And I really don't, there's no nice way for me to tell you this, Ann, but I'm pretty sure that Adam's dead, <laughs> right? <laughs> and my mum goes, what what the fuck do you mean Adam's dead and he goes well he's in there and he's passed out but his left eye's open and it's like he's dead I mean mum this I swear to god this is a direct quote and I heard it from the tent oh don't worry about that that's just his stupid fucking eye
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Rolf, giving zero fucks at 3am <laughs>
0: she's just pissed off don't worry about that it's a stupid fucking eye and then you
1: just hear a I fucking french window whole, bang
0: um, this whole facade that my parents had painted for me just falling away
1: you're it's special, special it's magic it's a superpower <laughs> fucking this a
0: stupid eye uh,
1: and you know people listening to that will obviously who didn't you know get brought up in dovey in the early noughties I think they'll be like, wow, oh, the smackhead bit, that's going to take you back. And then just like how much you drank as a as a child, as a minor. And I think that's going to be a bit shocking to a lot of people. Your mum's disregard for your feelings when she's talking about what is essentially, you know, a disability. I think it's still going to be the most gobsmacking thing is that you had a childhood friend called Bernard. <laughs> We've already spoken about I this. I know, it's still, if you've not heard that episode, that is still going to be like, oh shit, yeah. F- Adam's got a chi- childhood friend called Bernard. He was, you were all drinking fucking cheap cider and he just had a pint of mild on the go and a fucking pipe.
0: <laughs> Did I tell you in on the last episode that the TV show Bernard's Watch was based on Bernard, my mate?
1: Oh, stop being silly. I'm being silly, yeah. You're a silly person. Really stop being a silly person. I'm not drunk now, sir. <laughs> um, I think um, that's a fucking great story. We should, uh, we should, oh, I don't need really look irresponsible, but I'd love to do one of the Saturday lock-in uh, podcasts drinking the kind of shite that uh, kids drink on the streets like Diamond White and oh that's fucking... so funny
0: let's do that this week
1: you can select you... some
0: white <laughs> let's have some cider and black
1: <laughs> but like the nasty stuff that if you spill it on a car yeah. someone's gonna have to get a whole paint job redone well, look at my bonnet <laughs> you dickhead
0: Frosty Jacks is the one I remember oh, and Frosty you put Jacks. black currants in it that's what we drank and you'd get a three litre bottle for like three or four quid Plus the extra quid obviously for Tony and the Smackhead.
1: Um Carlsberg special brew is the one that I always oh, remember. You can't. Specky. Did brew. you drink that as a child? No. I watched more manly children drink it. Specky, <laughs> you know, like when everyone was getting I'll get i I'll get eight tinnies, and then someone would be like, No, fuck that. I'm just gonna get three specky brews. See? It works that, way that better. Just, and you're like, Oh my god.
0: That was off limits for us. That was Was that too come far? On. Even Tony the Smackhead was
1: like, hey lads, listen, <laughs> I do smack and I've got 12 kids, but fuck, you know, you don't want to put that shit in your system. <laughs> that shit will fucking kill you.
0: Have some self respect kids. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <now, laughs> does anyone want some crack cocaine?
1: <laughs> I mean, I've got no teeth. Down. <laughs> but I'm not a fuck, not an idiot uh yeah specky brew i mean carlsberg special brew is something else and it? it's like four times the price of any other carlsberg and six times stronger and have you smells it oh it's like someone spilled turpentine like and wine and lager all in oh it's horrible
0: it smells like do you know when you have a house party and the next day you hung over so you're too tired and you don't clean anything up and then there's the third day Right. And that's when you're gonna tidy the house and you find a can of lager that's been open for two and a half days and you smell it. That's what Carlsberg special brew smells like the second you open it.
1: have you ever seen have you ever seen an, now that's as an adult <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, yeah. they just open a can of Carlsberg and leave it for tramps to piss in and then fucking seal it up again and charge an extra two quid
1: Carlsberg just going around every pub going end of the night don't fucking throw that stuff out we've got the Carlsberg special <laughs> the, drip <laughs> Yeah, the special brew why is it special because anyone who drinks it's fucking special Oh, bro! I see when you see adults in shops like now buying it. You're like, "Oh, sir, are you okay? <laughs> what went wrong?" Just get I some would judge someone jet. less
0: for buying like <laughs> a machine gun, <laughs> like <laughs> a white nerdy kid from a high school in America buying a machine gun. Gives me less worry. <laughs> Than a fucking twenty-five-year-old man ordering four special brew.
1: <laughs> can we get? Can we get a specky brew? Can we get a specky brew for Saturday? Just one each.
0: I can't drink that shit, lad.
1: No, I know I can't, but I think it'd be funny listening to you try and drink it. Uh, well,
0: I'll get one, but then I'm. Bring, I know I'm you
1: like don't drink. have to get more than one. I'm not like get four. It'll be they'll be on offer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if everyone only ever buys one. It's not a fucking yeah. I got nine. It's ten. I got ten of them. Is it? So I, yeah. I, yeah, I maybe not. Maybe just a, just, just, just a cheap cider then.
0: We'll rename Saturdays instead of the shutdown daily. Saturday is the lockdown locking.
1: The lockdown locking. Look at you with the brand. oh name. that's up there with Beaver Dam. That. <laughs>
0: A lockdown locking with adam roan dan nightingale sponsored by bf52 doc i think we've got to drink some. Oh, shit! yeah 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 fuck <laughs> I, i'm not sure bf52 do carlsberg special brew i am
1: just literally about five minutes ago going we really need a producer to help stick the sign up and we need a producer how are we going to do that we need sponsors how are we going to piss them off drinking carlsberg yeah 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 that's it <laughs> fucking idiot and and we're not expecting have a word podcast is sponsored by carlsberg special brew (laughs) um let's crack on with this fucking nonsense
0: now it's time for would you rather with your favorite morons adam and dan
1: okay have you
0: got some curation
1: i have got some curation we have had a ton of would you rathers and i um i've got them on my email just two seconds. Would
0: two seconds. you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather do this or rather do that? That's not a bad one, is it? It's terrible. Full credit mm-hmm. must go to Jade. Uh, Jade, come on, da.
1: Oh, it's brilliant. I like Jade. <laughs> this um, this seems pertinent. This is just totally by. This is just how this has happened. Barry Parsons has emailed us. Would you rather? If you had to lose one, would you rather lose alcohol? or the internet and I think he means specifically during the shutdown so say it's another month two month three month what do you reckon would you rather lose alcohol or the internet I'd
0: rather lose alcohol yeah I think because I, I haven't had that much alcohol since we've been shut down I've had a couple of beers like two or three nights um, but that's it whereas like I'm on the internet fucking all day every day without the internet we can't do this
1: We can't do this. You can't watch Netflix. You can't use porn. (laughs) You knew it was going to be high up my priority list. Like, I can't WhatsApp my family. Oh, shit, I should have said that before, porn. I'm getting to the point
0: now with porn, to be honest with you, where um, the the porn can't match my depraved fantasies, so I'm having to use my imagination. Oh, you're just fully
1: fully going imagination now, are you?
0: Yeah, yeah, at the minute.
1: Is your imagination in 5G? Because that's exciting, isn't it, if it's really sped up as... Like if it's as fast as internet <laughs> porn, that's amazing. The clarity on the picture of my Are imagination is Are you telling me that phenomenal. sometimes
0: your imagination wangs buffer?
1: <laughs> no, I want. I wander off. That's <laughs> that's worse than buffering.
0: Dan's brains on dial up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got a dial up <laughs>
0: imagination. Dan can't imagine porn if Laura's imagining something else in another room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Babe. Stop thinking about what you want for your birthday. I'm trying to crank one out. <laughs> I honestly, I'm all... Th- I think your imagination, your commitment to imagination wax is phenomenal. I just don't trust myself to not start thinking about like, oh, fuck, I've got to do that in the garden. And then it's just not as sexy, is it? So what I- the...
0: F- have you got ADHD?
1: Yeah.
0: Who gets halfway through a wank and starts thinking about fucking bushes?
1: Uh- uh, hey Adam, that, Adam, with an accidental <laughs> shit bush joke, <laughs> everyone listening went. Whoa. Turns out, fucking that special brews needed. We need a little bit of a kick for the fucking gags. Hey, bushes? Um No, I, I the pawn losing the pawn would be hard. The internet's it's a difficult one because a lot of people be listening, going. It's easy to go. No, mate, you can't lose alcohol but I mean I mean it's it literally pretty much goes air internet and then everything else doesn't it air food internet and then I reckon everything else is just an option yeah you can't
0: lose the internet at the minute and even in general I think I'd lose booze before I lose the internet yeah even if we went shut down like I could live without alcohol I, th- I, th- I hope that's that, that, that's most people otherwise you, you got a problem motherfucker <laughs>
1: right, loads, of, loads of my mates have been speaking to me going how you doing all right i'm like yeah yeah i'm yeah. like "Ooh, i am we're we're drinking a little bit too much i'm like yeah because it's hard isn't it you're at home i
0: said to jade i've in my house so i, I told you ages ago I've, i sort of collect alcohol i've got like loads of rare whiskies and good like some really good stuff I said to Jade the temptation at the minute to just go and crack that cabinet open and just get fucking hammered every night of the week is just it's ridiculous because there's nothing else to do
1: yeah and that's all uh, I
0: do is play FIFA have murder with Jade and make up <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you add, you add booze into that and no one's better for it really people are like yeah. no I need booze but it's not going to make your, your arguments are going to get more dangerous your FIFA's yeah. going to get sloppy
0: I think I'm going to have a couple of beers tonight and play FIFA and then I'm going to wait till the weekend and then get fucked with you on the pod. I'm going to get drunk as well. Right. I'm doing spirits and
1: shit. Okay. Right. But you can't start drinking before the pod. I don't want you to start like, I've just shouted (laughs) over to Tony the Smackhead. He's going to be our first guest. Come on, Tony. Yeah, I know, (laughs) I know. What, what? Just
0: because of the syllables, Tony the smackhead is so similar to Tony the tiger, and I can't kick <laughs> that up my head. <laughs> Try this, kids. It's
1: great. All right. <laughs> oh, does he think it's great or is he having a seizure? Smackheads
0: uh, do uh, growl as well. <laughs> It's one of the many things they have in common with tigers.
1: <laughs> like, that's how much of a pussy I am. Never mind talking about fucking heroin and Carlsberg special brew. Honestly, for me to have Frosties is a real treat. Just, I mean, that—that's when you're on holiday, isn't it? Cornflakes is like normal. Frosties is like what? who am I? I'm just so dangerous.
0: No, I'm a crunchy nut, man. Me. Mm,
1: There's a <laughs> lot of sugar with your fucking cereal, boy.
0: Yeah, I, I only have I have either crunchy nuts. Coho Pops or Cheerios.
1: <laughs> All right, Cheerios is not so bad. I was about to rinse you for fucking having the most diabetic-ridden fucking breakfast. But uh, yeah. just snort a Pop-Tart and off you go. Do you drink tea? No, I'm not a tea man. Not a, I'm not a tea or coffee man.
0: Oh, yeah, you don't like hot drinks, do you? I was going to say, do you have sugar? I, I That's where a lot of my sugar comes from, is me tea. I have two. And I, I've tried so many times to cut back, but I just can't do it. Also, I'm drinking... uh a drink here a pepsi (laughs) (laughs) liar Um, no we're trying to get them to fucking sponsor us you daft cunt it's pepsi isn't it what am i drinking dan
1: mate if they're at minute 27 of this fucking 29 of this podcast i'll be really impressed like pepsi really doing their due diligence on the have a word (laughs) podcast guys we're about to sponsor them and i'm not bothered about the continuous wanking references (laughs) but i think he was drinking a cherry coke at one point it's disgusting uh, it, hang on. Do you honestly drink alcohol and play FIFA? Is that not? I mean, does that not, not hinder you?
0: Not. I don't normally do it, but I've got nothing else to do at the nice, in the nice of the minute. So <laughs>
1: no. But I know you take the FIFA. You take FIFA seriously, don't you? So yeah, is it not seen yeah. as a bit of a hindrance?
0: No. I mean, it would if I got drunk, but I don't. I'm not like if I have two or three beers. You, you you'd never know I'd had a drink.
1: Yeah, same with like me, they mate. Same with me. If I have a beer and half, you'd never even know. You'd never even know. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> episode. Are you tw- sure? Episode twenty four. Seagulls are pedos. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even trying to be funny. I was like, I "Fucking mean that." When
0: you called seagulls horrible cunts, I laughed about that for like three days. You know, <laughs> horrible cunts, aren't they? It's the first time you said that word on the podcast. I think. <laughs>
1: uh. We've got a uh, Would You Rather from Shani? Ah, uh, fucking Shani. Okay. Siani. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read it, Scouse? Can I read it, Scouse? Is it going to be I mean
0: I feel like You're going to do it anyway Is it going to be
1: Oh don't you pull that face When I listen to your Fucking singing You can listen
0: Do what you want Daniel Talk in the accent That you want I don't mind You do you And I'll do me We do a podcast Largely for free Do what you want Do what you want Do
1: what you want (sighs) I really fancy a special brew Um this is from Shani. I'm not, I'm refusing to to sing to read it, Scouse, because I just feel like we have so many listeners from you know talkie, Dovey, the Noggy Dogs. <laughs> Don't want to piss them off. So uh, Shani, Shani writes. I think
0: we're well past that.
1: <laughs> Shani, I'm going to read it as a trained actor, but I'm going to read the words as it. I are... Got to let you know the pod is really keeping me up, my morale up during this lockdown with the stress of all this uncertainty. Anyway, would you rather be given £250,000? But if you take it, then the person you hate the most in the world would receive £300,000. Or would you rather just not either of you get any money? I honestly love. How Shawnee's head works. That's the that is the say that I fucking love it because you know I I will never know you'll never know but she knows exactly which twat she's thinking about when she's writing that. Would you rather? She's like I know the bell end in my life that pisses me right (laughs) off. Two (laughs) hundred and fifty grand for you, but you know that cunt's got three hundred. Or fuck you, you get nothing, but I get nothing. But I am pleased because you don't get fifty grand more than me. Would you rather, Adam? Um, oh,
0: Trying to think of who I hate the most No, I, I'd take the money Yeah Yeah I'd take the money Yeah I would take the money because I think
1: right, I'm going to Dickinson's real deal,
0: yeah Oh shit, here we go
1: I had three hundred thousand pounds down. Alright,
0: Bobby Dazzler.
1: That's a good I impression, am, isn't it It is a really good impression. I have three hundred
0: thousand pounds. That's alright, Bobby Dazzler. That's right. right. I've got I've got a little deal for you here. I'm I'm
1: David Dickinson, right? So I offered you two fifty. Oh. You said you'd take it. Now, what if I take it down two hundred? No, no. 50. No, put their money up. You still get two hundred fifty grand, but your your enemy gets 500,000 see you're
0: going in the wrong direction here
1: right because Because you just want 250 grand I'm
0: not asked about them enough to to turn 250 grand down or 10 grand I'd go fuck that
1: (laughs) right 50 grand I know exactly who it is in my head it took me uh, about 0.5 seconds to think who it is and i'd still take i'd take 250 grand like you i'd take it and let them have 300 grand 100 grand 100 grand to me 300, 300 to them
0: yeah 100 grand that's life changing money like this isn't fucking about
1: oh I think of all the special bro you could get yeah i'd, I'd yeah it's it's got to be lower hasn't it old david dickinson's got to do the evil thing and go lower think- with what he's offering
0: I think 20 grand
1: I'd still take. 20 grand and they're getting 300. Yeah, because I'm not asked like I don't think you hate this person enough. Do
0: I know the person you hate? Do I know I do, don't I? Is <laughs> I know exactly who it is. I do know, don't I? <laughs> That's who you were thinking of. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Uh, oh good. we can't tell our listeners who that is.
1: Uh, <sighs> it's a it's a really good one. 50 grand to you, Adam. 50 grand to you, and some and you're the person you don't like gets a million. I couldn't do it. I literally couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Because if they bought a fucking comedy club and loaded it over me, my 50 grand wouldn't be enough.
0: No, 50 grand I'd still take. And they can have as much as you want. Do
1: you know but what? Like, I think that speaks well to you because it means you don't hate someone enough.
0: Yeah. I don't hate someone enough. And I'm I'm thinking of someone. It's a comic as well. I can't really think of anyone I hate more than this person. <laughs> Which means it's not a man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh Shawnee, I love how your mom works I love how your fucking mom works bro. I reckon
0: 20 grand my, lo- my low ceiling Anything over 20 I'd take anything below it I'd be like mm, I'm not sure 20 grand change your life 15 yeah. I'd
1: get once. But a million goes to them And that's, they've got a chance yeah, To not look, just like, change I'm their life But ask. fuck with yours
0: Do I, If they get a million Are they going to be I can just like I can avoid them, can't I? I can delete them off Facebook, I can block them on Twitter and Instagram.
1: I've done that, with so I don't anyway. see them.
0: I don't see I don't see them having that good life. So in my head, they're still fucking begging for gigs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it's funny because, and this is actually a semi-serious point. If you listen to like the story of our life, mine is a bit milk toast compared to yours. Of course, we've got the we've can always play the dead mum cards. You've got dead mum. I've got a dead mum, so that makes us look.
0: <laughs> my mum's like deader than yours, though, isn't she? My mum's more dead than yours is.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Mine's only three quarters dead. She's really selfish like that. She's still a quarter alive. Like, she's not on a ventilator. What? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Your mum's not as dead as my mum. <laughs>
0: I'm just it just trying to stop you in your tracks And it worked a fucking treat I've seen your brain gone. What's he on about I was like I don't understand what you mean My mum's better at being dead than your mum That's all I'm saying you know what I mean? Cancer's
1: still a good death <laughs> Cancer's a fucking pussy hole's death, cancer, mate. Can take,
0: cancer can take anyone though My mum committed to it and killed herself With alcohol okay your well just waited for the disease to get her. my mum gave herself one
1: <laughs> that was that sort of sums up what i mean you're you're <laughs> jesus christ you're even i think even our most hardened listeners just went oh that was fucking bleak even someone oh. drink, even someone drinking special brew would not right now be going i feel bad for that boy what what happened in your head? Then? I've got a
0: bleak, have a word that I forgot about because it got sent to Instagram. I'm going to do that today. Right? Okay. Let's Looking really again.
1: lean into this darkness. But I <laughs> I really think my chi- my childhood and upbringing was a little bit more vanilla than yours. You you sound like you've had fucking neighbours called Tony the Smackhead. <laughs> but we've got to essentially a similar point in life where we're making a decent living off comedy. I mean, you got there in about four and a half minutes. Mine mine took a wee bit longer, but. <laughs> You, you are quite... You're quite... I don't know. You're one with the world more than me. I don't know if that's the age thing. Like, weirdly, I'm an old man about certain things, but the people that have pissed me off have had longer to really dig the fucking annoying, like, fingernails under my... Do you know what I mean? Well, do you know what it is?
0: Just to get serious for a minute. So, I know a lot of comedians listen to this, and, uh, specifically a lot of newer comedians listen to this. Now... um. One of the reasons I, I'm not really particularly bitter is because for a while I really, really, really was. Now you made a joke that and said I got like where I am in comedy quite quick. Initially, it didn't feel like that. So I started stand up 2010, and when I first started, I was doing really well. You you helped me out a lot at the start. You put me in with, touch with bookers of big clubs and stuff, and was like, "Look, this guy's new, but he's going to be good,
1: mate." You, I compared I, a night in Chester eight nine years ago are you the only open spot and i've compared a lot you're the only new act i've ever seen nearly get an encore you got an encore doing a fucking 10 minute open spot yeah and i went i i walked straight on i knew you were good straight from the off because i was like that's the first time i've ever seen that i'm not saying that was happening to you at every gig but yeah, that yeah. was that a- was fucking noteworthy
0: yeah, it was, it was a, a really, really, really good gig. And you did a lot for me off the back of that. But even after that, there was a few people that I started at the same time as who were getting gigs that I weren't. And every time I gigged with them, I was at least as good as them. So it was driving me fucking mad. Oh, yeah. And I was always like, why the fuck are they getting that? When I was better than him last week, why the fuck's that happening? Why is that happening? Why is that happening? And it was through listening to sort of the American podcasts and stuff where you hear people like Kevin Hart and Bill Baird and people like that talk about a very similar thing at the start and they go, you just have to realize what other people are doing, especially in uh, an art form as insular and personal as comedy. Someone else getting gigs before you doesn't fucking matter. It sounds wanky, but they're on a completely different journey and trajectory to you and you just have to get used to going it doesn't matter. And the, The people I'm talking about, I've overtaken them now. Because it, it, it's not about getting gigs within your first six months. It's about becoming as good a comic as you can possibly be. And when I started to, t- started to try and have that attitude, it, at first it, it felt so sort of jarring with who I actually am because I'm a very, very competitive person. So I was like, I, I want to compete with it, but it doesn't matter. And I had to sort of manually in my own brain go, it's nothing to do with you, just be happy for them. And now it's 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 second nature to me. It's first nature to me. If one of my mates tells me they've got something I haven't got, I'm so happy for them. Yeah, because
1: you've had some success, and it's a healthy... It's just a healthy survival mechanism to go, oh, I'm running my own race. Look where you do... On some things, you'll get ahead. Someone will catch you up. Someone will come up from nowhere, and like, look at you, like, four years ago, five years ago, you weren't headlining clubs. Some comics... who I've been headlining clubs for a while. Some comics feel very threatened by people coming up and, like, being too good to support and being headline, I'm yeah. all for, not just you, for anyone who's ready to headline needs to be moved to headline. Because that was, do you remember that gig two years ago? About a year and a half, two years ago. Frog. The frog, for some reason, the sound tech at the frog, Colin, just was like, he, I don't know what it was. He was like, Madam's not, oh I'm just not sure he's ready to headline. And I gig with you that I had to follow you oh my god and I just literally I got annoyed and it wasn't because I was <laughs> particularly trying to help your career I was like why is this guy hes I know like we're mates but I was like get him off the fucking middle spot he's a headliner he should be headlining I don't feel threatened by anyone coming up because it means I've got to still be good and anyone yeah. anyone who's up there headlining who's like oh god I don't want anyone being progressed to headlining because then maybe I'll not get work it's because they know secretly they're not good enough so they either well, the either have to work is, harder or I, just get with it work harder you'll think, be fine uh, what I notice
0: is comics at your level uh, who are one of the best comics in the country and have headlined for a while they don't get nervous about young comics like me coming through because the way I look at it right if if a comedy club has got 52 weeks a year right let's say 50 just so it's a round number and you take a week off for Christmas or whatever yeah, yeah. right there's 50 weekends a year where they need a headliner for three nights. So that means there's 50 headline spots available and let's say every headliner gets to do it twice. There's actually only 25, right? If a new guy gets to start headlining, i.e. me, as long as you're not the 25th best headliner, you're not going to lose any fucking work. If you're in the top five, you're not losing any work because you're still, you're, you're not bothered about a new headliner. All it does is make your job easier because you're not following a, someone good enough to headline who's in the easiest spot in the bill, which is the middle, in it?
1: yeah and also all comedy clubs being great is in my interest. It's in your interest, like yeah. you want everyone to do well you want you you always want yourself to do slightly better, but I want the best acts in the headline spot i want I want circuit comedy to flourish. I've never felt threatened by that, and that's because run your own race, just run your own race, don't worry looking across. It's very easy to do when you're starting out in comedy because you're so obsessed. You're like... And this probably goes for every, like, career. When you're insecure because you've not had the validation, it's very easy to get annoyed about someone else. Oh, God, they've got an agent. Oh, fuck, how did they get that big job? Why have they got that promotion? I should be getting that promotion. You learn, especially when you get a bit of success yourself, you go, ah, I just need to run my own race because I'm in my track. I need to work hard because you're losing energy bitching about other people doing fucking long Facebooks about why it's bullshit. Like all that energy could have been spent writing a fucking bit of material. Do
0: you know what did more for my mental health on this sort of subject than anything else in the world? Was when Bill Bear told me that he picked me. So when I opened for Bill, which I've mentioned a couple of times and I'll talk about it forever because I fucking love it. Um, I got that gig because bill Bear's uk tour promoter is live nation at the time they were also my tour promoter and what they do is when he's not bringing one of his american mates over to do the tour support they essentially send him five options and go here's five of the acts we're also touring at a lower level to you they, they're all, they all they we all we think these five would all be suitable to open for you you choose which one you want now i just assumed his agent would do that his manager would go we'll have that guy throw a dart at the ball we're not asked we know you think these guys are good whatever when i did the first night of the tour i come off stage and i hadn't met him yet because he got there after i went on and uh, i went in the dressing room and i said look bill I, I listen to your podcast a lot mason i know you don't take compliments particularly well and i i don't want to do this at the end of it i just want to let you know now big deal for me this you you're literally my favorite comic and uh it, it's an honor to do these five shows yeah and he went uh oh don't worry about it man I, I got them five options I watched all five and you were my favourite by a mile so I just demanded that it was you that got it that the best in my mind the best comic alive at the minute and in the conversation for the best comic of all time telling me that he thinks I'm a great stand up I was like no one else opinions matter anymore there's no reviewer who can go three stars and it gets to me because I'm like Bill Bear thinks I'm great so you can shove your fucking media degree up your twat I'm not asked.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, it's yeah, I, that's the bit of the validation that you've got there's to.
0: There's of no, to me, there's no higher authority than him and people like him. So I'm like, if he thinks I'm good, then I'm good. Yeah, End of story.
1: And you sold 1300 tickets in, in Liverpool at the Arena Auditorium. Yeah, the so shit that's comics you
0: sell a lot of tickets.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. And so, I asked, and I asked if you wanted to do a podcast together. So that must have been, yeah, is that, similar, that, that was a similar yeah. feeling very similar level. Yeah. But I think
0: getting... So, one of the best in the world, one of
1: the best from Preston. That's pretty much the <laughs> same. But yeah, someone
0: just, who you think is great telling you they you think you're great is... That's a stamp in it. And that, that was enough for me. So and I, I, think, I really sort of... Yeah,
1: sorry, mate. I was just...
0: Uh, I just really sort of from that moment on really it really sort of boosted my I do not give a fuck attitude more than it ever did with anything else.
1: I think it shows as well. I remember when you were coming up and you were so earnest and trying and sometimes you can f- try and force it too much. I think you give off the air of a man, a man who knows he's good and he's getting on with it. And I think once you free yourself of that, you don't like. there's probably a way of being, you need a bit of drive, don't you? You need targets yeah. to set and go for it. But you give off the air of man who's like happy with where he's at and, and and knows he's good, and that's it's it's a positive. Well, it's about how you channel your drive, because yeah, like it. The the way
0: I try and look at it is, I want my goal now is to do my own show at the Royal Albert Hall, right? I want to do my own headline show at the Royal Albert Hall, my show. Get back to where I opened for him and go look. I, I've got here now, but if I don't get there. I might get somewhere else which is still pretty amazing and I've come to recognise that if I do what I do now apart from like during shutdown but I mean if if my career plateaus and I stay exactly where I am would I be happy? And the answer is absolutely yeah. I get to do some amazing shows I get to do some small tour shows I I adore comedy clubs. There's there's very very few people who have a life as comfortable with a job they love as much as what I've got so if I don't get anywhere else I've already, I feel like I've already made it.
1: But you've there is an element of like if you don't have those targets i've i've it's a case study your career is a case study of the industry you're in. I've watched loads of all the comics and gone. What has gone wrong for you because you were top dog on the circuit and i have I've got as good as you and then got better than you and now you're falling down you're out of the top twenty five you're a championship you're not a headliner yeah. you're not in the headline premier League. You're in no? the championship, middle support, headline, smaller clubs, and I watch them, and I think it's because if you are not moving towards something, it's like being a shark, isn't it? I remember uh, Freddie Quinn once said that about you've got to be moving forward, otherwise you die like a shark. And I, I think it's, I think it's true. If you just go, oh, I've got here now, I'm at this level and I'm fine. The lack of momentum means you stop, you start dropping, and whatever, whatever you need to make, I like, think people slag off older comics who've been going a while doing Edinburgh you're like what's the point you're like because for them it gives them something to work towards it, even if it's yeah. just generating momentum for yourself to keep being creative there's nothing wrong with that to just keep going to set yourself and I've set my sights I want to support you at the Royal Albert Hall that's my goal <laughs> you know so I've set my targets and I just, I'm just I'm gonna live that dream You'll be the shark, uh, and I'll be one of them little weird fish swimming next to you going, shall we do an episode of the podcast, Adam? And you're like, fucking no, the lad. <laughs>
0: there's a bit on Tom Segura's new special, uh, sort of on the subject, where he says, it, he, it's very rare for Tom Segura to be earnest and honest on, on stage, but he says, someone told me something a while ago, which I think is uh, bang on, which is, um, as long as you accept that your dream might not end up exactly how you imagine it to be. You'll still be fulfilled by pursuing it. Yeah. It's the pursuit that fills you, not the actual getting there. And I think that's so right. And I think a lot of those old, old comics who are really bitter and they've they've been relegated down a couple of leagues of wh- where they are on the bill and stuff. It's because they set a they, they set a target and they're fuming. They never they they've watched their mates become famous and they're like, why wasn't that me? They've ne- the way I let go of it they've never been able to do that. They've never been able to go. what, And they can't, their ego, comics have an ego. We have to, because we walk into a room full of 200 people and grab a mic and make, we're the only ones allowed to talk. You have to, I think there's a Johnny Vegas quote, which is to be a comedian. What you're saying is I'm so funny. You should have to pay to listen to what I've got to say. Yeah. That's every comedian. That's not, abrasive comedians that's not comedians who present a, a, a confident persona even the meek oh I don't know anything about women and oh m- my dad's a man's man but I'm not even those comics are making that statement by getting on stage in the first place and um, I I, I, I forgot where I've gone with it
1: but I tell you what it was a great journey do you know what we didn't get to, <laughs> we didn't get to the point but I really enjoyed the journey oh, yeah. on so
0: the, 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 the older <laughs> comics they, they've still got that ego so, and they can't let it go. They can't go... Oh, they, they, they're protecting that ego by going, I should have made it. It's like, well, what did you do? Did, oh, well, I, I've played the comedy clubs for years. Why haven't I been on Live the Apollo? Because the guy who books it isn't going to Nottingham Junglers.
1: Yeah, because she didn't do night. anything different. The absolute... The, d- the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So when those comics... When, and this is, again, any industry whatever you if you're a musician blah blah being like well i've been good for years i've been doing yeah, i've been doing nottingham junglers i've been doing the, and did you do anything else as the internet sprung up around you as edinburgh was there as different festivals was there as, as people were writing one-man shows and using different parts of those they were writing books did you think about doing anything different or still just bashing out the same 25 no just did the same 25 well fuck off then mate what did you expect? <laughs> bore off, bore off. That's my biggest word from our And if you'd like to see... Vauxhall Comedy <laughs> Club! If you'd like to see someone dead behind the eyes, Nottingham <laughs> Junglers is closed, but if you'd like to see some upcoming talent and people who give a shit because they're swimming forwards like a shark, visit Vauxhall Comedy Club. What a great segue, Adam. We're getting very professional. <laughs> Adam, I think you're honestly... You're one of the best... People that I, I think do. you're one of the best. Tom. No, but I we're think we're so want, good, aren't we? I think aren't we great? I, I think you're one of the top two people on this podcast. All right,
0: me too. I, I reckon I am as well. <laughs>
1: It's time to give some love to one of our sponsors. The original gangster sponsor, Vauxhall Comedy Club, is proud to present Bottomless Booze Comedy every Friday and Saturday night. Coming back some point soon, hopefully, possibly. This frankly bonkers offer gives you 90 minutes of comedy from top circuit and TV comics, as well as 90 minutes of Bottomless Booze from just £25. That's Bottomless Beer, Wine, Cider, and and Santa for just £25. Spirit and Mixer Bottomless tickets start at £35, and entry only tickets for the straight-laced purist start at £10. Vauxhall Comedy Club is normally open Monday to Saturday and is also right next to Vauxhall Street Food Gardens. Loads of really good street food vendors. That's open Monday till Friday. Please, for the love of God, don't visit them for the foreseeable future. But instead, follow them on social media and sign up to the mailing list and then they'll announce their triumphant return. Hopefully fucking soon. The mailing list is VauxhallComedyClub.com and the socials at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Instagram, at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter, Vauxhall Comedy Club on facebook the show is 18 plus no id no entry and we operate a challenge 25 door policy what up for when you need a laugh post-apocalypse choose Vauxhall Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for have a word with dan and adam oh fuck you i moved my name around <laughs> <laughs> um that's uh, me getting competitive oh shit go on
0: um, it's the, it's the Patreon episode. We have to do the shout out today, don't we? So once we're done with the have a weird bit, I'll uh, I'll have to get the list up and and do it then because I haven't got it up yet.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: the producer list. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, this is the episode where we we shout out our our Patreon uh, ten pound legends. Now, if anyone hasn't signed up to the Patreon so far, and you're waiting to do it never been a better time than right now um if you don't know our patreon we actually basically give us a few quid every month to help us sort of get through the shutdown and to produce as much content as we are for you and we're very very grateful you can sign up for three quid five quid ten quid um and if you sign up for ten quid you're officially a producer of the podcast and at the end of today's episode every single monday we do list we read a full list of our producers um but even if you can only afford the three quid or the five quid, you're just as uh, important to us. It would just take us six fucking months to read everyone's name out. Um, everyone that signs very, very up grateful. to the
1: Patreon uh, at this point, and there will be a cut off for this eventually, won't there? But everyone that signs up uh, for the uh, Patreon at this point is getting uh, some form of free ticket for the thank you show that we're gonna we're gonna put on yeah. post shutdown. Okay.
0: We're going to do a big thank you show um, at the end of the shutdown for all of our patrons. That's going to probably be in Liverpool. We will add some other dates as well um, once we're allowed to do that. But big thank you show. And if you are one of our patrons, you, you'll get a free ticket for that if you sign up for three quid. And if you sign up for five or ten, you'll get two free tickets. Um, that's going to be an amazing show. We're probably going to cut that off, that offer off at the end of April, I think. Um yeah, so yeah, I think, as yeah, as well. and
1: I think we're going to have to rejig how we do things from that point because we can't have a permanent f- free uh, ticket thank you offer. Because, yeah. say, the shutdown lasts till July, it's impossible to do a, th- a thank you show with 2,000 free tickets. It's just not going <laughs> to. It's just not possible. It, like, because the venue will be like, yeah, brilliant. So, what we do is we take this amount of the door and we'll be like, there isn't a door, it's the thank you show. They'll be like, all <laughs> right, well, then fuck off, <laughs> moron. All right, okay. Um, but once we do sort of
0: re- remove
1: that offer, um, there will
0: still be some massive um, benefits to being a patron. There's going to be, we- we'll talk about this towards the end of the month, but we're going to rejig the patron a bit. And if you are a patron, you- you're going to be very happy with the extra content and the offers you get on merch and stuff like that. But that's all for uh, slightly further down the line. Be yeah, a, being a patron at this so
1: point, oh,
0: sorry, go on. Be anyone a- who signed up so far, and I know it gets a bit t- tedious and tiresome when we say this so often and it it, it almost sounds redundant because we say it that often we're so grateful we can't tell you how much easier you're making our lives at the minute um, and if you want to join the team and become one of the lids a worders original then go to patreon.com slash have a word pod it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash have a word pod and as I said that my sign has fell down
1: again (laughs) listen if you sign up to the patreon you're massively helping us out financially if you can't afford it we get it just tell a friend spread the word do a tweet do a facebook if you can afford the three the five the ten it's a lifeboat for us financially but it also is the start of the ball rolling on this podcast getting bigger eventually becoming a youtube channel growing and we we're hoping to get to the point in the near future we've not just got a producer but also a sign in adam's studio that actually stays on the fucking wall so it's the dream innit? it's just the dream
0: oh we got some plans for this motherfucker it's gonna be big um right should we have a word shall we have a word yes mate okay so (laughs) i've got to go to my instagram to get this first one up because i forgot about this um So there's just a little message for everyone. I will forget about things if you send them directly to me on Instagram and Twitter. Get them into the email, haveawarepod at gmail.com. But try your best to
1: come through the email for everything. It really is going to become important.
0: So this is going to have to stay anonymous, but apparently the guy who is the target of the Havaway does sometimes listen to this podcast. Oh, I like it. So... All right, lads, I need you to have a word with me, dad. Right? he's an absolute bellend, he left when I was a kid a million times, he kept coming back, ruining my mum's life breaking her heart and breaking mine and my brother's and sister's heart, there's three of us he was never really there for us and now that we're adults and he doesn't have to pay any fucking money to keep us fucking alive because we've all got jobs he now wants to get in touch he keeps making fake profiles to message me, he keeps, I keep blocking every profile he makes on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and he won't stop, now i have posted a few times and said that i listened to the have a Word podcast and as a result he started listening to it as well Jesus i don't want you to name him Christ. he knows exactly who he is there won't be anyone else on this but i need you to tell him to fuck off have a word with him <laughs> i don't want anything to do with him please tell me dad to never message me again he's an absolute rat me mum was me dad he needs to go fuck himself ja! upset me nasty bitch i told you it was dark baby
1: oh my god i feel used but in the most phenomenal way (laughs) how amazing is a podcast that basically we've been used by a listener as a vessel to tell their dad to fuck off
0: we are the new jeremy kyle (laughs) there's a gap in the market
1: oh my god as someone who has suffered at the hands of a bit of a broken family and a bit of a ropey relationship with my dad, which is fine, which is all right now. I'm not really speaking to my stepmom; I haven't spoken to my step for three years. There was a point in my childhood when it was ropey. We did enough there back in the day to keep it going. But I'll tell you what about dad, my dad. At the time, financially, he never missed a payment or any of that stuff. And You know, like when, when we were young, he did pay... For stuff. That is so important. Like we had a ropey relationship, but he wasn't like, Oh no, I've got fucking I've got, I've got to spend money on Frosty Jack. Like, at least he did that. The sliminess of being like, oh no, do you do any child support? Fucking not, no mate. And then as soon as everyone's 18, like, yeah, all right, can we have a relationship? Happy birthday, yeah. to oh, Happy birthday to that you. Birthday to you. That is char you nasty, bitch. a
0: pint.
1: <laughs> um, I don't like that. Yeah. Honorable, innit? So, yeah. uh, if
0: dad's oh. listening, swivel, lad. Fucking swivel, get gone. No one wants to hear from you. You fucking began.
1: I think family people get away with absolute murder, don't they? Through your life for being like, well, we are blood, and I, and talking about the people that piss you off after Shawnee's Would you rather and like you being very much like, do you know what? I just don't. I have run my own race, and I've, I've I'm at one with that. For me, what I'm finding is the worst thing you can do is keep people in your life that are, are bad for you. If they, it doesn't yeah. matter they're not, I'm not saying they're the worst person in the world or uh, you genuinely hate them or anything but if someone pisses you off just like well, we went to school together it's my cousin blah blah there's so many good people in the world you've got so much time to share just cut out the dickheads just delete the morons even if it's your yeah. dad, cousin old best friend if they're a cancer <laughs> I- in your existence get rid, free up the space to do things you want or spend time with people you like
0: I think this shutdown is going to do that for a lot of people, you know? I think people coming out with the shutdown are going to get texts from, like, mates going, oh, my God, shutdown's over. Should we go and do something? They're going to be like, do you know what? I haven't missed you at all.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, no, I'm just going to block your number. It is I would say who
1: you remember oh, to ring and who you remember to text. Some people are like, oh, God, yeah, we're meant to be mates. Look, I,
0: I'm not a dad yet. I will be at some point. I want kids. Don't hide from that. Absolutely all in on it. But look people do break up you can have a broken family parents should not stay together just for the sake of the kids It actually negatively affects the kids long term it's a really bad idea you can break up and be like you know what i can't be with it anymore we have got to be there for your kids and you can't just be fucking off until everything's free so yeah if you're listening to this anonymous is dad you're a bellend we don't like you you're not well if you're a patron unsigned you're not welcome at the live show
1: Mate, he's definitely not a patron, is he? (laughs) If if you've not paid for your kids, you're not signing up for Patreon.
0: (laughs) How funny would that be if he's fucking dodged child support for 20-odd years and then he's like, do you know what? I really like this podcast.
1: (laughs) I love the fact that they've used a podcast to tell someone to fuck off. My uh, my brother-in-law, who's staying with us at the moment, uh, one of his mates got dumped by a guy uh, absolutely out of nowhere. They were seeing each other for like two months, really intensely, and the the lad just ghosted him instantly. No response. So, so Sam's mate was like, "What?" I thought we were. In lo- I, th- I thought I was in love with this guy. Started messaging him, trying to get through. He was blocked on everything literally blocked on WhatsApp blocked his foot. he couldn't get a message through to him do you know the only way he got a message through to say what the fuck is going on he put space he put (laughs) no he blocked on everything he put a pound in his bank account and you know in the pound you can write a message as a reference from who the pounds come from so he baxed on his online banking, a pound into the guy's account and in the reference went, what the fuck has happened? (laughs) Like, where are you? Literally. Oh, God. And you know what this guy did? The guy got the... I mean, how much... You've got to feel that... When you get a pound, the most... The saddest pound you can ever receive is someone going, please just give me some form of human contact. This is the only thing you can't block is me backing a pound to you. Next day... He sent the pound back with no message.
0: Of course he did.
1: That's fucking bleak. He
0: sent the pound. Who was that? Was that Sam's mate? Sam's mate was the one who sent the pound. Yeah. He's a knobhead. He's a creep. Just take the fucking pin, No. No. No, I'm sorry. Sam's mate is a fucking worm. How can you, how creepy have you got to be to be like, um, well, he's blocking (laughs) on absolutely everything. I'm just wondering what's going on what what's the matter i need i need to know what i've done you fucking weird gobshite what are you doing
1: do you know what i sent
0: him a pound
1: you know what you're the one who's always on about closure that's him trying to be it's really creative way of getting closure in it
0: no do you know what closure is getting blocked on everything that is a massive <laughs> bit of closure that's closure in itself go fuck yourself i don't want to talk to you Yep. oh no wonder he got ghosted I bet you he is a clingy creepy weird fuck I'm telling you right now he's someone texting a hundred times a day multiple texts when he's not getting replies he is a needy bellend that's what he is that is one of the creepiest fucking things I've ever heard I think I'll like, tell you I what you it's one of the most more- I sent him a pound with a message so I get a message to him <laughs> wow <laughs> oh, wow wow <laughs>
1: Do oh know? my know? you know? No. Oh my God. Oh I my God. Be like, oh no. This is me,
0: Christopher Walken. Have I ever told you that Christopher Walken? Wow, too much. No, he can't be doing that. No, he doesn't want to talk to you. Wow.
1: That's an amazing wow. Christopher Walken. And this, no. and this lad's gay. Who so I think you, you're actually Who camping. Does? You're actually camping Christopher Walken up quite well.
0: Who does that? No. This, you can't This, be. this watch is town. your birthright.
1: <laughs> your you your father be. had his watch up his ass.
0: You can't be sending pounds just to get a message through. Take the hint. It's such game. He doesn't want to know you. He doesn't want to know you.
1: What if the dad is he a was. patron and he turns up to the thank you show not to see us? Uh, oh,
0: I'm, I'm well past talking about his dad. His dad's a bellend. What if his dad turns his dad up at the patron thank you live show?
1: Though. What if the patron and he turns up at the live show and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not really bothered. I signed up just so I might see my son at the thank you show." so tragic send them a quid lad <laughs> send them a quid here's two quid back Oh my Fuck god! Off.
0: I think inadvertently we found a way for to solve this so dad if you're listening add up how much you owe in child support send that via a bank transfer and put your message on that
1: <laughs> sorry lad here's
0: there's 32 grand with 20 years of child sport now would you like to go to the wacky warehouse
1: <laughs> I want to I want to pick up where we left off <laughs> happy meal <laughs> 27
0: oh he sent him a pound
1: you're disgusted uh, with that I, aren't you it's
0: gonna, I, I wish you told me that on Saturday because I think I need a full 48 hours to comprehend that before we can do a podcast again <laughs>
1: I think it's it really creative stalking though, isn't it?
0: It's noncy. <laughs> it
1: is. It's, it's weird. creepy. It is, weird. it is weird. It is weird. You've convinced me that it's weird. I felt sorry for him because because Sa- it was Sam's mate. He was like, oh God, isn't it bad? The suffering. I was like, yeah. As soon as you heard it, it went, fuck off. I was like, what a waste of a quid. I, I feel sorry
0: for the guy who he's been messaging.
1: It's <laughs> just, just trying to fucking, just trying to ghost.
0: No, come on. All right, can you, you days dated people for a short amount of time and being like this is not for me yeah and then a bit
1: fucking mental yeah but I when I was I, dating it was a different era you know I, I, when I ghosted a girl you know they'd send a telegram she sent you a check <laughs> send a check telegram a, a pigeon she sent you a check <laughs> the, the, the telegram rider would turn up on a horse and be like sir sir you have a telegram like ignore it I trying to fuck that bitch off Dear sir Dear
0: sir or madam Thou hast
1: ghosted thee Oh Oh, you're funny I tell you what lad You're funny I think I know why Bill Burr likes you Should we call it a P.O.D. Mate
0: You probably should Shouldn't we Do you want a a song
1: That was a fun one
0: Okay So today's song Is the original Headits it's Um original spelt normally and head it is h uh, e a d i t s all one word this is their song super beautiful they're a funk band from manchester facebook.com slash the slash original head no the sorry um and this is their song super beautiful we will see you all tomorrow and please wait around till after the song if you're one of the producers of the podcast because you're gonna get your shout out soon baby see you tomorrow
1: appreciate the fuck out of you
0: of Patreon producers are Jason Hopkins, Rebecca Thomas, Jamie Moores, Christian Aaron Ledbetter, AJ Gregson, Alexis Bly, Anthony Doran Anthony Jollies Anthony Wilkinson Barney Wood Barney Parsons Benjamin Jake Smith Bunny Whitehead Carmel Chris Jones Chris Townsend Chris Watson Kean O'Connell Colette Hind Damian Rock Dan Thomas Daniel Newman Daniel Pugh Daniel Gilligan Dean Cochran Donatello Frank Hughes The Frog and Booker team George whatever your surname is uh, Glenn Turner Graham Cashel Ian Pringle Ian Chadwick Jack Rush Jack Scargill James Fuchs Janet Roskell Jennifer Ridding Jess Yarwood Jill Bushell Joanne Parr John White Johnny Armstrong Jordan you haven't got a name. Julie Smith Kathleen Simon Catherine Wells Kiefer Gallagher Kieran Gibson Kirsty Leonard Lee Aitchinson Lee Grant Liam Whatever your surname is, Louise Grimes, Mark Hughes, Mark Cowan, Mark Hollenbach, Matt Delmain, Matthew Reese, Michael Christopher, Mike Kivy, Mike Quirk, Mike Sullivan, Mutley, <laughs> Nathan Sharrocks, Owen Badman, Paul McDonald, Rachel Heron, Rachel Whiteley, Richard Palmer, Rob Bell, Rob Upton, Russell Waring, Sam Crow, Sam Maguire, Sammy Taylor, Saz Green, Scott whatever your surname is, Stephen Theobald, Stephen D Malone, Terry Burke, Tom Peterson, Tom Rowe, David Everson. They're our legends so far for this week. Uh, if you do want to join this list, then please do sign up at
1: patreon.com slash have a pod. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Nice one for listening. See you later.